What's up, everyone, and welcome to another Reviews and Booze. I'm your host, Harold Deckett, and with me is always my best friend, my co-host, Andrew Miranda. What's, What's happening, up, ladies and gentlemen? We are recording on location today inside of my car. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, besides being in the car, we have a great show for you tonight. We're going to be discussing Marvel's What If Episode 2 that just aired. Um, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Um, I know there's going to be a huge contrast of what we've been playing, and I know I'm excited to talk about it. And obviously, the new Rage and Cajun Nicolas Cage movie Pig that just came out. And at the end, we'll finish with some 20 questions. But before we get into it, Andrew, what are you sipping on tonight? Full disclosure, a little bit of yard work today, a little housework, blue cans. We all know the answer. <laughs> Ye old Bud yes, Light in a bottle. Yeah. There it is. You know what? If you can give a uh, a flavor index of Budweiser that doesn't involve it's, water, please. Well, it's 98% <laughs> water, 1% beer, 1% filler. Um, they're not bad. They're... Uh, it's just yeah, kind of yeah. there. It's just a little light beer to get you going, and uh, yeah, keep you it's, up a, and it's about a yard work. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a yard work, yard games, just hanging out type of beer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like you it's don't want to go standard. too hard when you crack a beer at three p.m. and you plan uh, on y- yeah having a few <laughs> until midnight. So a, f- a few, yeah. I have cracking open at at noon, and then have one or two, and then it's midnight, or you just have fifteen throughout the entire day how about one every hour well you know <laughs> i think that i think i can work i'm gonna crack mine open now tomato, i am not tomato. what are you sipping on not that, Howard? having beer i am trying the new truly fruit punch the sweet hard seltzer baby jesus let's talk about sweet this thing is gonna <laughs> give me a cavity uh, i swear to god <laughs> oh i'm sure it is oh yeah it is i mean it does taste like kool-aid growing up which is really refreshing well yeah that's what they're going for oh yeah they're they're getting the millennials they're like hey remember kool-aid you guys yeah we have alcohol in it now and we're like oh nice oh one thousand percent they're looking at everyone Mm -hmm. who's like oh i'm feeling nostalgic today i'm gonna get something from my childhood that can get me blackout hammered Hey, I mean, this isn't a four loco. There's no caffeine. Wait, is there a caffeine? In it? Am I going to be up all night? Four loco is just a bad decision in a can right there. Oh yeah, I remember growing up and, and going to the store and four locos were like four ninety nine. And you see that as that a kid, was... and you're like, "Daddy, what's that?" And he goes, "Well, son, I don't, I don't know what that is. I've never danced with that." But really, he knows what that <laughs> is, and he knows what it's all about. Yeah, he knows. You ha- you drink half of that can, you forget what happened. The you day forget before. what happens. You get a Mike Tyson face tattoo and <laughs> your toenails pierced. I don't even know if that's a thing, but for loco, it could be a thing. I think you just made my night. I think for the rest of the night, I'm gonna look up toenail piercings, <laughs> and and I know that's gonna be kind of you disgusting for everyone. Here. I guarantee. But I'm gonna go trigger for it. warning: toenail piercings. <laughs> I guarantee yes. it is out there. Oh yeah, yeah, probably somewhere. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of toenail piercings, Marvel's "What If" episode two just came out, and it takes a different approach to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Drastically you know, instead different. Of, yeah, instead of Peter Quill has Star Lord, it's T'Challa, Black Panther as Star Lord, which I think is such a cool idea. I'm gonna be honest; I really had zero interest in this show when they first announced it. Like, I I'm not. I'm not a fan of uh, the animated 
and I saw that What If was going to yeah. be animated, and I was like, all right, I guess it's kind of cool. And then you kept telling me, oh, it's canon, it's canon, you got to watch it. So I gave the first episode a whirl, and I loved it. When yeah, Agent Carter? Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. It was Captain Carter, sorry. Captain Carter. <laughs> Only downside was the second Steve Rogers started talking, I was like, that's not my Captain America. That's not my Steve Rogers. <laughs> who is That's this, not the one I grew up with. Who is this dollar store version of Steven Rogers that I'm listening to right now? And uh, yeah. yeah, that was really the only downside of that for me. But the second episode, I loved it. Yeah, I felt like I was watching like just a slide little continuation. What it, I mean, obviously it's a what if um, to Guardians and like having all those characters come back, like Yandu and. Taser face. And, oh yeah, and, I, and all that. I loved how Yondu still saw T'Challa as his boy. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing different it, about. There was literally Yondu. nothing different. It was just, it just swap out Peter Quill for uh, T'Challa, and it was just boom, yeah. pick it up. Well, also, you know, swap out Thanos bad for Thanos good. <laughs> yeah, that was a a big part of the episode it was, was finding out that T'Challa has Star Lord was able to convince. Thanos that he was in the wrong which is such a big move on Marvel to be like oh yeah by the way you know how Thanos kind of wreaked havoc for 25 movies <laughs> yeah yeah in this universe he's he's a good guy yeah he's this funny. One, he wants he <laughs> wants to do good by the world and it's like okay well um it's weird I don't like it but after like 10 minutes I was like you know what I I, I kind of like it like I'm in, I'm in right it. you you kind of want to root for him. You're like, hey, you know what? If you want to join the Avengers, just go ahead. Just, you know what? Don't try to be a mad titan. Don't try to get the Infinity Stones, please. Just just join us and, and, and you know, be normal. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but the, um, yeah, the, the whole episode was just like a, uh, a quick little tale. There wasn't, it wasn't too in-depth. I know they fought no, it was kind the of like collector, a, but. It was kind of like a vague scratch of the surface kind of alternate reality setting which, which i kind of liked like they didn't go too in depth they didn't get too carried away with anything they just kind of said hey we're swapping this guy for this guy and we're gonna do a little story which oh yeah i feel I like totally if they, yeah i feel like if they like really put like in-depth storylines and had a part two part three it would just really confuse the easygoing marvel fans yeah, it would definitely cons- confuse the average joe who watches these movies yeah, because apart. everyone in their yeah everyone in their mom knows that Thanos is bad. But if you turn on What If, you're like, hey, what's this anime show? And you see that he's a good guy, you're gonna be like, wait, what the f- fuck? What but, in the shit is going on here? <laughs> it's it's just like a it's just like a little tidbit to add to the the episode. And I I thought it was a really cool, um, really out there approach to kind of change the storyline because obviously you know that they're changing characters like. Captain America is Captain Carter and Star-Lord is T'Challa. But, like, I totally forgot that they can also change all these side characters. Oh, yeah, they can do whatever they want. Like, if it's going to be, like, one-offs, they can just, they can get carried away. Yeah, that's, I'm so I'm really excited to see if perhaps, like, Wanda shows up in an episode. But she's, like, actual Wanda from her universe. And she's, like, messing with everything. Or, like, Loki shows up, has, like, his variant from his show. There has to be some kind of weird, crazy cosmic tie-in if all this is going to be canon. Yeah. And I know that the the tie is the Watcher. That's, like, the narrator of the show. I do love his voice. 
<laughs> oh yeah, he he was on Bernard in in Westworld. I don't know if you watched Westworld. Yes, I did. Yeah, great that's, show. That, that. Oh yeah, season one, season two, great. That's when I learned I don't talk that about robots season three. like to poop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that. Oh yeah, they didn't teach us that in school. Nope. No, they do not. No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no. I now tonight all I'm gonna be doing is googling toenail piercings and robot poop. It's just. Bolts you are welcome. And nails and screws. <laughs> That's yeah, all thanks. I got to say about that. <laughs> um, but do you have, I think, what if is going to be eight or ten episodes. I thought it was do six. Do you have, or, yeah, I, I feel like it might be six, actually, just because um, Loki and Wanda were six, I believe. If you, do, I mean, do you have, like, high hopes towards the end of the season? Because I know Loki and Wanda kind of finished on a crazy high note that kind of set the tone for the rest of... Uh, yeah, Phase I'm kind of thinking that maybe in the last episode there will be like this epic tie-in to maybe WandaVision where it's like she's watching all these cartoons on her TV with her kids. Oh, like in some kind of weird God. alternate reality tie-in kind of thing. Like that's what I was kind of thinking. If, wait, so you think that this alternate reality is like a cartoon? Kind like, of. Do you think that's a that, do you think that's possible? Like, like if there are multiverses out there, one of them is a cartoon. Uh, yes, exactly. Like, if, if you were telling me that this is all going to be canon and connected, like, how are they going to tie cartoons to the real world? And what would be better than Wanda sitting down with her kids watching TV or, I don't know, a Loki variant popping up? And or, in if who knows the episode order, if the spider vampire hunter is the last one, maybe we get Toby show up. I don't know. Who's, who's keeping tabs? Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I I bet I bet that is going to be the last episode and then because it comes out on Wednesdays, that Friday, new Spider-Man trailer. I guarantee it. It's possible. Because because the end of the season comes out in September and that's like perfect time to release a trailer that's for a movie that's coming out in December. And you get to see like this different Spider-Man knowing that there's different Spider-Men out there. I know. Then you see this trailer, Toby, Andrew, Tom, oh my God! I, I, I awesome think we solved it. I think we be. got it. Oh Hashtag my God! Nailed yep. it. <laughs> Once it. again, sniper <laughs> on my back right now. <laughs> I can feel <laughs> Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige <laughs> sitting in a, a perch tree right outside my car, ready to take my forehead off. <laughs> we have rebo- we have uh, reviews and booze right now. They have uh, 150 listeners. Yeah, we we should probably take these guys out <laughs> right now. Before Shut they, they spread the word, <laughs> um, yeah. So, what do you what do you um, uh, rate this episode? I would rate this episode. I'd probably give it like a solid eight. I really enjoyed it for the most part. I did miss one aspect. I was missing some rocket. I was kind of hoping he was going to show up. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, I do. I, yeah, I, I, maybe he shows up in like a different one, or like Groot would show up somewhere else because. They have to bring those guys in. I would hope so. They're, I mean, they're a great part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They they did have, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name, Dave Bautista. Yeah. Um, Why am I blanking uh, on his name? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Drax. 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 Yes. Yeah. They did have him in there. Has like the bartender, but classic Drax. He was making his little one-liners like. I look good. You look horrible. And you're like, you're not supposed to say that, Drax. You know, like, the only thing I didn't really like about these episodes so far is like even though it's the same actors for the most part 
playing their parts. Like, it just, to me, it doesn't sound like them. Like, because I'm so used to seeing their faces mm-hmm. and their CGI faces for the last 10 years, and then you slap their voice on a cartoon, and I'm like, who? What, what is this? What, what's well, going yeah, on? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's voice acting, so they have to, like, elevate their voice and, and vocal range and just be more animated because the the cartoon, it can't mimic their lips and teeth, like, to a perfect T. So, of course, they're going to be trying to, like, enunciate, like, words better. So Yeah, I know. I, I, I understand. Um, and, and that's why they have not everyone from the movies is a good voice actor. Like, they probably brought Chris Evans in, and they were like, yeah, you suck. <laughs> like we can't have you do this. Like, You're whoa, not whoa, doing whoa, a good job. Chris, we we got to shut you down there, bub. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to have to substitute please uh, someone else come in. Um which they did. But yeah, I um I'm trying to think of some other cool stuff that happened in this episode. I really like the collector. Oh, um, yes, I was going to say Del Toro's character. I I actually really like I'm not a fan of the animation uh, genre of film and movies and or TV. But I like the sure, I, yeah, I like the is. style and look of the animation of this series so far. And my favorite animation, well, my favorite character look so far has been the collector. I love his yeah. His he's got like a like a knuckles kind of hair thing going on, but in white. Mm-hmm. And I am he, digging it. He kind of looks like he went Super Saiyan. It, it's, exactly. It's great. <laughs> um, and his whole like collection is still a thing. And I thought perhaps, oh, are they going to change what he has like in storage? And then you see Howard the Duck show up, and this is the second time he's saved by <laughs> someone. And oh, you're I like, oh, H- Howard, you're still canon. This is great. Oh, I, I did I hope love I don't Howard see you showing up drinking those beers at the bar or those uh, cocktails <laughs> at the bar. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's ever going to yeah. have a pivotal point in the in the MCU? Like we've seen him what? We saw him in one of the Guardians of the Galaxies, and then he was in... Yeah, he was in an end credit scene, yeah. And then he was in Endgame with a little rifle. I think... I feel like I don't, you well, didn't okay. see him in Endgame with the rifle. I I, I didn't. I don't, I don't oh, remember yes, that at right all. After, uh, <laughs> right after Cap goes, assemble, and then everyone shows up in those portals, you can see him clear as day. He's like on the ground. He's got a little gun. He's ready for war. Oh my God! Why would they bring him in? He's just a duck man. Apparently, he's got the duck balls that the MCU needs. Have you ever seen Howard the Duck, like the original? Uh, Yeah, like the original movie. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare. No CGI in there. Nightmare (laughs) fuel. That's canon. Uh, I. I'm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know what? I I guarantee someone out there right now at this moment at a, a a boardroom is saying, "Let's bring back." The 1985 Howard the Duck. I would be happy with <laughs> whatever Marvel spins up at this point. They could put out, they could look at their entire catalog and just put out random ass movies, and everyone would go and see it and go, "That's an Easter egg. That's an Easter egg. That's how it ties in." And if they made a new Howard the Duck, yeah, I'd I'd go watch it. Not the original. Again, I don't want to have nightmares for the next two weeks. Like seeing what a duck looks, a real duck looks like in a tub. Yeah, I don't I, want that. I literally just say, Marvel, shut up, take my money, keep putting movies out. Because <laughs> I'm going to see it no matter what that, it is. No matter how silly or shenanigans filled it is, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to probably like it. 
Yeah. Um, be, be, before we move on to, to gaming, here's a little uh, tidbit here. The difference between Marvel and DC right now, and I, and, I, and I just found this out, is that DC basically owns all of their characters. Game changer. And Marvel and Marvel does not. Huge game changer. <laughs> Marvel doesn't own all of their characters, and yeah, DC could just do whatever they want. I've seen the uh, the Venn diagrams of what Marvel actually owns and what Sony owns and Viacom or whatever other random companies and it's like, what in the hell is going on here? Right? You would think, oh, it's going to be Sony and Marvel and, I don't know, another big company. I'll tell you what, but it's though, just random ass companies that own these characters. It's so weird. Whenever the deal was struck up back in, I don't know, the 90s or 2000s, Sony hit the jackpot because they got... Uh, uh, Spider-Man, Venom, and a couple of the big ticket items. Well, so did 20th Century Fox they, because they, they had X-Men, X-Men for the while. Which, yeah. Uh, well, now Disney bought them back. Oh, Disney now right. owns 20th like Century Fox. Yeah, they're like, hey, we have 18 quadrillion dollars. We're just going to buy you out. And they said, five. yeah, that's fine. Said, yeah, that's cool. No worries. We'll do it. We'll retire on a beach in Thailand and just sip Mai Tais. Mm-hmm. Until Disney buys Sony, which would... That would never happen. I don't understand why it hasn't happened yet. Like, I, 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 I've accepted. There's probably like in ten years, there's going to be three companies. There's going to be Walmart, Disney, and Amazon, and I'm okay with that. Hey, (laughs) sorry, mom uh, and pop shops. Yeah, then you go even farther down the line, and Amazon just bought Walmart, and and then it's just going to be Disney (laughs) until Amazon's like, hey, by the way. I just made a castle and a theme park, and then Amazon buys Disney. Jeff Bezos is the new Mickey Mouse. Oh God! And... Jeff Bezos is Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh. <laughs> oh, he does not have the hair for that. No, he doesn't. But he would just wear the uh, the the ears to cover his bald head, Jesus. like Mickey does. Um, anyways, what would you um, rank or rate? Episode two. Oh, F10. I told you. I, I said I'd, I'd give it a oh, solid oh, yeah. uh, eight. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah, so we're on the same page there. Yeah, great show. Can't wait for next week. I have no I have no idea what the episode is going to be about. I don't know if you do. Uh, I do. Oh, if I saw it on a list of ten, I would be able to tell you. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. I know they released mm-hmm. what the first three are going to be about. But I just... Oh, it might be when um, Iron Man... Oh yes, Iron Man and is Killmonger saved and Killmonger. Yeah, I think I that think might that's be what's coming the, up next. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and move on. Um, so you've been playing the new Madden 2022. I have. Correct. And uh, is it any different from any other Madden in existence? Uh, yes, actually. Um, obviously the rosters are different. Which is a huge well, thing from year to year. Yes. That's usually the biggest differential point between year to year. It's, oh, it's a new, it's a, you're paying 60 bucks for a new roster update. But I got to say. But can't you create your own teams uh, in the you, other games? You can, but not if you want to play online. And that's what most people, at least that I know uh, of, they want to play online. Because, I mean, you gotcha. just want to play a game. 10 minutes and it's just it's it's fun it's, the online game is fun um yeah i know this one really ramped up the franchise mode which is what a lot of people have been complaining about over the last few years 
What's that? What's this franchise? Uh, franchises where you basically you play against a computer and you go week to week to week and you do all the financial decisions and you can. Oh my god! So you're like the general manager well, and yes, the players. You, you, they give you the option, at least in the last year. I, I haven't tried that franchise on this one yet, but they'll give you the option where you can be like the general manager, or you can be the owner, or just the coach. And if you're just the coach, you just you know you set the roster week to week. If you're the GM, you would. Uh, add players, drop players, whatnot. If you're the owner, you can uh, move cities, upgrade stadium, and all that shenanigans. Wow. But uh, people were not satisfied cool. with that. But from everything I'm seeing so far is that they're actually pretty satisfied with the current state of the franchise mode. Which, kudos... Okay, so that's a good sign. Kudos to Madden. They finally listened because people have been complaining about the franchise mode for eight years now. <laughs> well, they're spending sixty dollars or fifty to sixty dollars for a new roster, and well, they better have some other updates to the yeah, game. And well, especially on the new consoles, you're looking at seventy. So, for me, I haven't paid seventy dollars yet. <laughs> I haven't. This one, obviously, there was a Madden on the new console or new generation last year. But I'm pretty certain that it was basically just slightly upscaled from the PS4 version and Xbox version last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty certain that this is the first actual Madden built and created for the next generation consoles, and it. So looks this is like a new beautiful. stepping stone. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm looking at images right now, and visually it, it looks is real. Absolutely stunning. I will say though. They perfectly nailed the stadiums, the fans in the crowd, the sidelines, the jerseys, the sweat. Their faces just look a little weird. They even mastered the hair. Like, well, that's always the case with with video games. They just can't and get any CGI. Faces. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because we can decipher as humans, we can decipher what fake faces look like. Yes, but it's like, really hard for us to decipher fake grass and fake buildings if we don't know. Like Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if you know who he is, but he looks like Sunshine from Remember the Titans. He's got beautiful <laughs> hair, but his face looks like a looks like a Yeti. But okay, yeah, yeah, they they probably just can't get the the face. Well, any game, like yeah, I said, I, I just don't, can't I don't think get it's the a face. Madden thing. I think it's just a no. where we're at technologically advanced wise kind of thing. Yeah, some cutscenes look really good. But when you're playing the game, it, no, the, oh, it, yes. it just would take too much rendering and too much compute power to make these faces. Even though you're not really seeing the faces because they're wearing helmets most exactly. of the time. That's why I think so. They it really doesn't put really too matter. Much time into the faces, and they really hone in on like the jerseys, the arms, like all the players that have tatted up arms. You can see their tattoos clear as day, and it's like and they're like they're they're actual tattoos. Oh yeah, it's like they're actual tattoos. Like they first. So that's really cool. They first did that like two three or four years ago with uh i think it was colin kaepernick and odell beckham jr like they were known for having tatted up arms and yeah, i know that, those names you've heard those names because <laughs> odell have, broke yeah. the internet with his three-fingered catch when he was in new york but yes I, they were known for having tatted up arms and then madden was like we're gonna capture that and they did and now that's a trend and now you could even see like tattoos and you can see sweat on their arms and dirt so visually, I would give it a uh, I'd give it a twelve out of ten. Okay, 
Okay. How's the uh, how's the gameplay? Like, where the, would you put that? The gameplay has drastically improved from last year. Like last year, when you would go to Juke, which I know you don't know what a Juke is. I I know what a Juke <laughs> is. I'm not totally oblivious. It's when of you're sports. going left and you try to <laughs> cut back right or vice versa. So when oh, you, that's when weird. You, I thought I thought it was when you just kind of tuck and roll and <laughs> and hide the ball between your legs. Well, that's an option. But <laughs> when you would do that last year, it's like if you juked left, you would juke like six yards. And it just you can tell there was like a predetermined motion where like, oh, you hit left on the thumbstick. You're going this way. But now mm-hmm. it's more of like a, a quick little just like a quick little cut. And it just feels more natural and like realistic, like what you'd see Sunday, Monday, Thursday or Saturdays in December. Wednesdays, Fridays, Tuesdays. No, I wish, but no, they don't play on those days. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I like when games have like little tiny features like that that you that you take notice of. Yes, yeah, it's funny you say that. A little tiny feature that you take notice of. Another little feature that I've noticed is so basically after every, not after every play, but after like a big play, they'll do what they do in real games where they have like the wide angle zoom in on the field. Mm-hmm. where they kind of zoom in real close to the players, which is definitely different from last year. Like, if you watch sports in the last year with COVID, you'll notice there's a def- definitely a different view when they zoom in close on the players on the field. Like, they it kind of blurs out the background. It's a special camera. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head, but they tried to incorporate that into the game, and it looks pretty friggin' sweet. Not going to lie. That's cool that they have it like so updated. Oh yeah, from well, well, last I think year they really. I think they. I'm gonna be honest. They really probably just rushed the PS5 and the <laughs> Xbox out last year. We all know this. Like they just yes. slapped it together, and Uncle COVID came in, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna fuck up your plans." But yeah, and, and then all the had, scalpers fucked up everyone else's oh, plans. God, how can people still not get PS5s? What is going on? <laughs> I don't get. it. I have no idea. Yep, I don't know. But we yeah, got, so we I got feel, ours. We're good. Yeah, golden. But I feel like <laughs> this one they really took the time, and obviously it, they didn't give as much time as like a game that would come out every ten years or five years, like Grand Theft Auto Six. Where the f is that at? No comment. Oh my god, they just re- they they just released <laughs> or are working on the fifth one for PS Five. Same with Skyrim, by the, the way. Like, what are they doing? It's, what are they? Same doing? game for twelve years. Yep, it's whatever. But I will but, say yeah, I there is another cool feature in the game that I love slash hate. And I know that fans of NCAA football will strongly enjoy it. Now, NCAA football is college football. They have it made in like eight or nine years because the whole player is not getting paid business. But they had this feature where when you were at home and you had the momentum of the stadium on your side, it would make it hard as hell for the away team to do anything. So basically, if I'm the Giants and I'm playing in Philadelphia, when Eagles, when I'm playing against the Eagles in Philly, there, it there is okay. hard as hell to do anything. Like the controller's shaking, the screen is shaking, my hands feel That's like so I got, weird. The, it, they're trying to like simulate the whole aspect of you know being nervous and crowd noise and just being overwhelmed. And I guess that's pretty cool. It is actually really cool, but there is a part of it that I hate. Gonna be honest. So the whole screen shaking, the controller shaking, 
mm-hmm. pretty cool. It makes you feel like, you know, you're in a pressure situation inside of a stadium with 80,000 drunk people screaming at you. But at a certain point, the controller is just... <laughs> yeah, that's that PS5 haptic controller for you. It's and just going to vibrate your entire house. just dies quickly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I bought a new 10-foot extension cable because my controller has died mid-game and or it, it's been at one bar mid-game so many times. I I was playing a game yesterday and I was down by two scores, which is not a lot, but when you're on the road, two scores it, in a hostile environment, it's the end of the world. And the, the crowd was screaming and my hand, I, I had two vibrators in my hand and it was just... <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, low battery warning. I'm like, oh my God, I got to plug this son of a bitch in. Yeah, did you get an extension cable? Because the one that comes with the PS5 is like a foot long. Uh, yeah, I bought one, and it's like seven feet long. But the way that I have it set up, I need an additional one to, to reach my, my nerdy gaming oh, chair. Gee. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but so overall, I've said moderately good things about the game, I would say. Good. I would good. say. But now I've got a maybe, few Maybe cons. I'll play it one day. few con. I would recommend it. I mean, I'm sure you're, if you even like watching football at all and you like video games, give it a whirl. It's fun. It's genuinely fun. If you have a team that you like at all, just get in there. Go play with your squad. Maybe but, I'll check out a demo yeah. instead of paying the $70 right now. I'll check oh. out a demo, see how I like it. <laughs> even better. But there <laughs> yeah, are I'm, I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> some gripes that I have with this game. Now, keep in mind, I'm a Madden fanboy. I buy it every single year. They get me every year, mainly because... <sighs> Same game, new ads. Well, yeah. I will say, they've got me every single year, but I feel like this is the first year in a long time where it is legitimately worth the money. Like, it is... It's fun. It's great. Like, the gameplay is much better. Everything feels more natural. It's smooth. There's been times in past games where you're running the ball and then you'll just get automatically tackled by three guys that weren't really close to you, but you can tell that it was like predetermined that they were going to tackle you. But in this one, that yeah. that doesn't seem to be the case at all. But that being said, one. I've got some gripes. Mm-hmm. I've got a few gripes. Yeah, yeah what, are you, what are your gripes? So this one, could it could be because it's new and it's just released today, but logging on to play online which is the only way that i really play it's a little glitchy little glitchy well it it just came out right i understand this but i connected yeah. to seven games today and immediately they, di- they disconnected and i got seven wins not complaining about the wins <laughs> oh yeah so you're you're hacking the game I'm, i apparently i'm hacker man but no, I would yeah. connect to another person and I would hear them talking like, oh, you suck, I'm going to beat you. And then it would go to start the game and then it would just go bloop and then it would go back to the and main then, menu. And then you'd beat them. Well, apparently. I don't know if that was like their internet con- connection was bad, but... You know what? That is, that's all that matters. Get to, get to the Super Bowl, Hacker Man. You got this and I have faith in you. <laughs> um, two other complaints and these are kind of petty. Well, one's not really... I'll just get into them. Uh, When you play online, if you try to change anything, like if you try to change your jerseys or the weather, 
oh, not the weather. If you try to change your jerseys or the, the time of the game, it just won't connect to anyone ever. And this is something that I've noticed in previous Maddens. So, like, if you, let's just say you like, I don't know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you want your dark jersey to be their red jersey or mm-hmm. their their gray jersey, and you try to change it, it just won't connect to a player ever. Like that's. Do you think? Do you, do you think because they need to also have those same settings and the server well, is just isn't picking it up? Well, no, because they like when you uh, when you go to start a game, basically you're going to be, it's predetermined that you are going to have a light jersey or a, a dark jersey. Mm-hmm. So Madden knows, like, all right, this guy's got a white jersey or like a light gray. This one's got a dark color. But they give you the option to wear alternate uniforms, and anytime you try to put on an alternate uniform, I feel like it just never lets it happen. Yeah, like, it is yeah, very I, sparse. I'm not gonna say it's petty. It's a little petty, <laughs> but I, I, I totally understand if you want to wear a different skin or a uniform or anything yeah. like that, and it's not letting you, that's kind of annoying. I, like, just don't even offer it. Like, I understand. Like, if you don't want, if you don't want to let me do it, like, just don't, don't offer it. And then I won't complain <laughs> about teasing it. you. Maybe it's going to be a new feature and they kind of rolled it out. I don't know. Over time. The biggest, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a gripe, but the biggest feature I was hoping to be incorporated into this one which people have been complaining about for about a decade, which revolves around online play, is there's no option for weather in online play. So it's just sunny? It's just sunny or dark. Like, people want to play in the rain. People want to play in the wind. People want to play in the snow. Make it happen. Do you think they want to keep the weather off because it's there are easy. players that are like visually impaired or it's easier. Yeah. I, they can't I think really... it's, it's gotta be, I'm thinking both. It's gotta be people are visually impaired and then they don't want the emails or the, it's, it's just simply easier for their servers or whatever. There's that too. If they are constantly generating different types of weather conditions, because it's probably going to bog down the servers. I played a game like a generic, just, game against computer in Denver in the snow and it was beautiful like you can see the footsteps in the snow you can see the snow falling mm-hmm. it was it, honestly it was I'd give it a 12 well well think about it this way when you play Call of Duty or Fortnite it just kind of well, Call of Duty just stays during the day well yeah and Fortnite fades in and out of daytime and and nighttime but and that's it like you don't like go into your settings and you're like you know what i want to play fortnite in the rain so well, they're probably just kind of saving that space and, and power well no they, that's true but if you if i were to go to play you like if you're sitting next to me on the couch i can set it to sunny i can set it to rainy i can set it to nighttime i can set it to a 10 foot blizzard well, yeah yeah because you're playing just based off of your console versus yeah online play I don't know. Maybe it's like they're worried about people not being able to connect because I click, I want to play in a blizzard and no one's going to want to play in a blizzard. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah, in five yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. When you're playing Madden 2026. Hey, you know, with, I'm going to be playing it because I'm a slave with Madden. Brett, <laughs> with Brett Favre on the cover because he comes back. Okay. Full in 2026. Jesus. Dear God. When was the last time you watched football? 
Brett, uh, Fa- Brett Favre's been out of the game for about eight. Uh, I don't know, twelve years now. That's why. That's why it's a joke that he's. I, come I back. know. <laughs> last time I last time I watched was when the Patriots lost to the New York Football Giants. <laughs> everything yeah, comes th- full think, circle. Yeah, everything does come full circle. Um, but anyway, so yeah, yes. so uh, o- yeah. Overall, huge fan. I think it's great for the next generation console. If if you got a PS4 or Xbox, whatever the hell the last one was called, because they're all the same. Um, XS. The, yeah. Tricky. The, no offense, but uh, yep. <laughs> get different names. Uh, for the next generation console, it was great. If if you if you don't want to spend seventy bucks, I fu- I would fully understand. But if you want to wait till Black Friday, right around the corner, probably even around football season kickoff, it'll be on sale. I would strongly recommend it if you love football. But I guess I'll just wait till PS Plus gives it out for free because well, that's what I did know, with I mean, NBA. They don't do that for sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, okay. I, I I have it for uh, the show, 2020 and okay. NBA. Well, the NFL does not give out anything for free. They are a bunch of greedy corporate schmucks <laughs> i mean this this that's true i probably won't ever get a a madden game i think the only time i played madden was with you i know like like way back in the day <laughs> yeah uh, and, I, and i kept losing because you kept looking at my plays and you know what's funny is i'm pretty sure brett favre was on the cover when we played <laughs> See, everything Probab- does come probably full circle. everything everything does come full circle. Um, and to uh, to move on to our next topic, coming full circle, let's go ahead and talk about the new Raging Cajun. Oh Pig. my goodness, do I love the Raging Cajun? You know, he is top five, maybe top six of my favorite actors out there. Oh yeah, I Just, love him, and he's such a, he's such a great actor, and people sometimes give him a, a stink because he's in B movies and he does a lot of random films, but the dude can act his ass off. He's just, great. Just like our, um, 20 questions last week, the raging Cajun, anything he's in, I'm watching. So I, 100%. It, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, he could be in a B budget movie about toaster strudels and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to put it on. <laughs> Like Willy's Wonderland came out on Hulu, and The Color Out of Space is on Shutter and on Hulu. I watched The Color Out of Space with uh, with Nicolas Cage, and that movie was great. I loved it, and my wife loved it too. It's just to see him on screen just kind of makes me so happy, just because it just you don't know what back. kind of cage you don't know what kind of cage you're gonna get. Am I gonna get wild, loud cage, or really mellow and am content? I gonna get, am I gonna get like? Uh like a weatherman kind of Nick Cage? Am I going to go Snake Eyes Nick Cage? Am I going to Con Air Nick Cage? Ooh, I'll take a Con Air Nick Cage. I do love when he really acts. Like, he is just, like, when he's in, uh, um, what's that movie with the, uh, I, I'm drawing a blank, where he has, uh, he, he has the mask on with the bees in it. You know what I'm, I'm referencing? Uh, can't think of the name of it. I can't think of the name. It's a remake of an old movie. But anyways, when he's like screaming on camera and he's just loud and yelling, that's that's the the Nicolas Cage that that oh, I yeah, like. If he's not uh, yelling, the Wicker movie, Man. 
what are we doing? The Wicker Man. That's the movie I was that's, referencing. Okay, yeah, I was going to say The Wicker yeah. Man. Yeah, and I I mean, I've said this before on the podcast. I love me some National Treasure. Oh, I think yes, that movie have. that movie was made for Nicolas Cage, Heavily just like The Matrix on. was made for Keanu Reeves. Though, like, putting him in certain acting roles is just it's 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 great just to watch him on on camera and pig is no exception this movie was really really phenomenal i i loved it i went into this movie thinking it was gonna be an absolute bloodbath just based oh, john off of, wick with pigs exactly yeah. you watch the trailer and you see a man who's kind of at his end you know, he's just depressed, beaten down, and all you all you see that he's got is this pig, this little truffle mm-hmm. truffle pig, as he says. And then <laughs> and it goes missing. Little whisper voice, yeah. Truffle pig. Truffle and then it goes pig. missing, and you just think, here we go. He's just gonna lace up his Nikes, and he's gonna grab the Louis Vuitton forty-eight ouncer and just crack some skulls. And he doesn't. Yeah, and when I, I f- when, when I turned this on, I thought that right from the get go, I was like, you know, this this pig is gonna go somewhere. He is gonna get angry, just start loading up shotguns and bullets and just pistols and his and snipers and whatever he has, and go out. No, no, <laughs> he just doesn't do it. And it was oddly beautiful that exactly. he just kind of went out. When looking. right after his pig gets taken and he goes <laughs> to his truck. And he's pulling the tarp off it. I was like, "Oh boy, here we go. This is it's yep. gonna be like he's getting his bat suit. He's gonna have uh, freaking machetes in there and Molotov cocktails and rocket launchers." And then it was just a busted ass pickup truck that didn't work. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, okay. Uh, so this is, this is not seven dollars. Okay, this is gonna be a psychological thriller. Here we go. He's gonna set up traps and uh, you know, he's bear claws and whatnot." Yeah, I I was I, I was hoping I was hoping that it would be like John Wick, but a part of me was hoping that it wouldn't, just because it would be compared, because yeah. of John Wick, the storyline with the dog and everything. Exactly. So I'm happy that they didn't do it, but I kind of want a what if, like if Disney can make a what if pig and oh, he just yes. goes out, <laughs> you know, killing everyone looking for his truffle pig, that would be great. But it's it reminded me of. Did you see Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? I did, yes. That's what it reminded me of, of like this kind of quiet, quiet, low thriller thriller. Yeah, where there's really no loud music, no jumps or chases or anything like that. It was just like a subtle, low rumble. Uh, yeah, there really the was movie. no like upbeat music or anything aggressive except for the underground chef bum beatings but which that, i thought that was odd i i also a little well, weird i mean we should probably kick it back a little bit that's all that's like midway through the movie but uh, yeah the, the the overall tone and flow of the movie kind of struck me off at first like i was like we said we we're really thinking it was going to be kind of like a, a Fast and the Furious, you know, like aggressive, right up in your face. Yes. And it was it was not. And I, I truly, truly enjoyed it. You had to shut your blinds, turn your volume up. 
because it, everything yes. was a whisper and dark, which was really well done by the director to go that route to kind of bring because the story is pretty silly when you think about it. Oh, it is. It is one thousand percent silly. If you made this into like a uh, a comedy, people probably would have hated it. It's like, oh, it's it's a guy trying to get his pig back that was stolen. We'll just get another pig. Yeah, but they went full serious, which was such a good choice. And I'm gonna be honest, I looked at my, I looked at the uh, the timer on the bottom of the screen. At 16 minutes, I said I solved this movie. Well, I was wrong. That was wrong. Oh yeah, (laughs) I'm in. I'm in the minority. I I did solve it, and I kind of hit myself when I when I did. Oh no! I kind of like figured it out. And when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, naturally, I kind of assumed the son was the perpetrator who stole the pig. Yeah. And then as soon as they were like, oh, no, it was a black car. And I was like, oh, well, he drives a yellow car, but he has yeah, a he black car Bumblebee. that's low profile. Yeah, yeah he, he's not going to pull up to rob a pig in Bumblebee. <laughs> he's got a low, co- low profile car. And then... Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I was wrong. Stop thinking about yeah. Bear. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking about because I knew that he had to be tied in somewhere. And the fact that he was driving Nicolas Cage all around to look for this pig, I knew that he had nothing to do with it, but for like, like directly, but I knew someone in his life did. And so when they went to the restaurant and you're like, Hey, you know, this is your father's restaurant, right? You can't sit in here. Oh yeah. That's when that's that, that's when I thought of it. I was like, Oh been man. Giveaway, but at that point I was like, Oh man, I'm so I'm so caught up on the sun. I want him to be the bad guy. I did I did too, because that would have been really cool. Like they get into a car and Nicholas Cage like looks over at him and oh, yeah. he's like driving fast or you know what I mean? That would I have been pretty the, cool. I love the car scenes where the where uh what is the name? Mira? Mara? Um I'm drawing a blank on his name. Amir. I think it's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Where Amir's trying to listen to his podcast and his self-improvement <laughs> but cla- and classical music and the yeah. raging cage and just shuts that shit down like Negan. He's got no time for that shenanigans. He was on a mission throughout the entire movie. He did not change his facial expression. He, he didn't even wipe the blood off of himself. <laughs> I was going to say that was my gripe with this movie. <laughs> My biggest gripe with this whole effing movie, not the fact that it's a grown-ass man trying to burn bridges down for a freaking pig. No, mm-hmm. I can get behind that. I can't get behind that he's in this hoity-toity apartment in the middle of uh, Oregon in downtown. And the guy, and, um, Amir is not like, hey, why don't, why don't you go take a shower? Well, a few people in the, why in the movie... Why don't you wash blood off your face? A few people in the movie said... Do you need help? Oh yes, with, with I, the blood on your face. And he said, "No." He went just no. like that. Put the <laughs> no. blood back in my skull. Yeah, That's I thought that, I thought said. it was a, I thought it was pretty brave of the filmmakers to keep him so disheveled and bloodied up the entire movie and not have him change at all. And then that just adds to his character of I don't care about literally anything yeah, else he, in this he, entire he, world no, except for this pig. Obviously, mm-hmm. it paid out very well in the movie because we're not the only sh- Joe Schmoes that enjoyed it. 
but I did love. Oh yeah, it's got a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone I, loves it. I did love when he went to. Uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was uh, Amir's dad's spot, quote unquote. And he's talking to the to yep. the head chef, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're doing this and that and that, blah blah blah. We got truffle mushroom." Uh, do, do, do you need medical attention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. A few people like, asked uh, him. No, he's like, no. no. But I, I loved how um, during that scene, yes, they that bring out the food. Probably <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Like he obviously could have just stuck a fork in his eye. Classic Billy Billy Crystal quote. Uh, probably could have just smashed a glass over his head, beat him to a pulp. But no, he just broke him down like mentally and spiritually. And yeah, like, and oh boy! But I, I do love how they kicked it off, where they dropped the plate down, and this, the waitress gives a full blown explanation, and he just like picks it up in his hand, drops it in his mouth, and he goes, "Bring out the chef." And she's like, "Oh Jesus, okay." And I knew like, that right from that start, he was not messing around. No, at all. He was swinging from was the great. hips, and he was going for blood <laughs> spiritually. It was, it, it was a great scene. Um, and, and to find out that he was like this huge chef and everything like that. Oh, was, yeah. You know, I, I laughed cool. way too hard. It was not a funny line at all. But he was like, oh, oh, I used to work for you, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, I fired you because you overcooked the pasta. I laughed <laughs> oh, <yeah>. so <laughs> uncontrollably hard over something <laughs> that was not that funny. But I could just imagine being like a sous chef in a fancy restaurant and you do something stupid like overcooking pasta you're out of there there's just no and, help for that yep <laughs> and the chef goes yeah i worked with you for a few years nicholas case like without missing a beat goes it was for two months yeah. and he's like oh that that's it two months and from the other room my wife is laughing at this whole scene <laughs> it was it was really great she's not even paying attention she's just playing on pinterest and vibing to drake music and then she hears that and she's like <laughs> <laughs> vibin to drake music <laughs> you know what? i'm gonna tell her that while i'm looking at my toenail uh <laughs> earrings or what, what toenail piercings <laughs> oh god i don't the, like this oh, yeah, I don't like um, but no af- after that scene it really i feel like that's when the movie really took shape and showed where he was going to go for this pig yeah like and uh, personally I would have just got a new pig. Like I'm not getting my it's ass. It's the principle, beat by man. That guy. It's the principle. This is it, what you got to do. You know what? Back it up a little bit. When he's in that weird underground fight club, don't talk about it. First rule, fight club, don't talk about it. But when he's in that uh, weird, also the second rule, yeah. Also the second rule. Then we're breaking <laughs> one and two. Shoot me. Mm-hmm. But when he's in that weird underground chef culinary fight club. Like, everyone's putting down money to beat his face in. Yes. How pissed off at Nicolas Cage was that guy that put down the most money? Was it like, did they have a a chef beef? (laughs) Did he, like, bang his wife? Did he serve him rotten eggs or something? Like, Well, no, it could have been maybe he was a critic and he put him out of business. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. When he's when he's beating him like you're pounding chicken to make chicken parm, I was like, "What is this? What is this guy's deal? Why is he so mad at the raging Cajun?" I I also wait. So in that scene, 
obviously they're mad. And I do think that Nicolas Cage was a critic and they put him out of business. But the guy who set up everything, he's like watching the clock. He let them fight for longer. Well, yeah. but Well, I think I'm pretty sure that Nicolas Cage was like the chef in the town. Mm-hmm. Because you say That's why everyone knew when, his name yeah. when they say his name, everyone got weak in the knees and was like puddle. Which was it's that's still such a silly uh, concept I, for a movie. I, when I, <laughs> I, I was thinking this when I was watching, I was like, oh, so they're like clamoring that he was a chef. They're like, oh yes, I'm with Robin Feld, and they're like, oh, okay, right this way, sir. Like, right, and then like, when Amir tries again like to places, like, he's uh, like, bon oh. bon John Bo- or John Bon Jovi or uh, Freddie Mercury. No, you said a <laughs> culinary chef from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, and when Amir tries to get into all these different places, he goes, yeah, Robin, Robin sent me. And they just let him in. Yes. I'm like, who is this guy? I know. It, but That's was, the part of John Wick that made me think of John Wick because everyone knew who he was. Exactly, but it was so silly and far-fetched that it was it was like unbelievable but i think it was the like the acting of everyone that just made it possible if that makes sense oh yeah oh yeah it was the acting and the cinematography and the soundtrack and everything about the movie like outside and of the plot definitely made it watching amazing. it in hdr made it that much better cuz we all know hdr oh, makes yeah. everything dark and dingy yes so once, yes, my, once, my, once I hit play and then my screen said adjusting frame rate, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> it's going to be dark. It's going to be like mm-hmm. Ozark. <laughs> the whole, like the first 10 minutes of the movie, I had to, sh- I had to like shut my blinds and kind of stand up a little bit oh, yeah, to I, kind I, of get an angle. I was I like, I can't see shit right brightness. now. I turned the brightness way to 115% of my, uh, my screen. <laughs> <laughs> There's no blacks. They're just grays now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Literally, like everything black was just like a, a faint gray. And I was like, all right, well, Nicolas Cage looks opaque. So yep. here we go. Do you think that this movie can land Nicolas Cage an Oscar nom? Nom, yes. Win it? I don't know. Uh, Probably not win it, but I, I can definitely a, see him up there. Th- there's been some buzz about him getting a – because he's already won one. Yes. Way but, in the past. Uh, was it for Adaptation? I think so. The Charlie Kaufman movie? Ooh. Where Charlie Kaufman wrote the movie about himself and he plays himself. Yes, I believe that was it. That, that, I th- I'm pretty sure. But he's been in a bunch of movies these past couple of years. I'm surprised there hasn't been any buzz for an Oscar nom. But this one, City at 97%. He did a great job. I can I can see it happening this year, come February. I hope so. Uh, no, it wasn't for adaptation. He was nominated. It was for leaving Las Vegas. Oh, curveball! Yeah, but he was he was nominated. Um, so he has two nominations, one win already. Now you can't tell me that's not a great. Actor what was right what was this what was the other nomination? Adaptation. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah. Mean, so we we were close. Yeah. Everyone just gets hung up on the the goofy the goofy movies like Face Off, uh, Snake Eyes, a Ghost Rider. 
Uh, oh my god, Ghost Rider. Yeah, that one really right. set him Spoiler for a Spoiler alert. The next one is kind of one of those movies that's people hate, but I love it. The Weatherman. I, I know. You gave that to me as a gift for my movie. birthday one year. <laughs> you said, this movie is great. He takes a bow and arrow and he starts when shooting at people. When he loses and go, his shit yes. and gets fired <laughs> and walks around the city with a bow and arrow, it, it, nothing beats that. And then when he's just at his bottom and he just takes a slurpee to the face and he just goes, somebody hit me with the pop. Hit me with the gosh darn pop. <laughs> it's just it, the comedy. It's just, it's just it writes itself with his face, the soda dripping down. It, it's beautiful. You you can't say that Nicolas Cage does not go all in. He doesn't give a half-ass performance the, no matter what. in rom-coms like uh, The Family Man. I love The Family Man. I, oh, my God. I watch that every <laughs> Every winter, I will watch that movie. Every Christmas? Oh, yep. my God. It's it just so gets good. you going. Because it makes you think, like, oh, yeah, what if I did this with my life? And then I was a successful businessman. But then you realize, like, oh, wait. No. I like what I got. I don't want that. Wh- I'm very happy yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. In, in that movie, I prefer, like, that simple life versus his well, rich life. Well, he did have a very extravagant rich life. Yeah, I just I wasn't a fan of that, but yeah, in that movie he also doesn't downplay himself at all. Really gives it his all. It's it's it, that's a, that's a good one to to be um to have. I I want to do like a full episode of just Nicolas Cage movies. Yes, me too, sir. Oh wait, before we go on a Nicolas Cage raging Cajun deep dive tangent, we gotta finish up with Pig. We gotta go back and finish this thing off. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, we we go on a nice little tangent. We about go Cage, on some tangents, which is daily. We can't yeah. go we can't go way past <laughs> an hour because then we lose the average viewer. But after he finds out where his pig is at, and then he goes to find said pig, I think this is one of the mm-hmm. most beautiful sequences in a long time for movies that I've seen. It's a little corny, you referencing, but it's beautiful. When he goes and he has his, uh, he has a mirror. Go and get ingredients and supplies, and he oh, goes. Oh, they cook dinner. Oh well, God. I wasn't gonna go right to dinner, but I was gonna build up to dinner. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But yes, he has a mirror. <laughs> go and get the supplies, mm-hmm. and then he has himself go to his old places or his old place of business, which is now a bakery. And then he goes to the place of where his pig is being held captive, quote-unquote. And he cooks him the dinner of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it was truly beautiful. It was... It was, uh, it was a great scene. I loved it. It was. And uh, we might have skipped over this part. Backstory. It was heartwarming because the person who had his pig was with a woman who he loved dearly. And they were struggling in their marriage. And they went out mm-hmm. to dinner one night, and they had the night of their life and had this meal cooked for them, coupled with this beautiful wine and all the hors d'oeuvres, the entree, the dessert, and it was all cooked by a beautiful chef who happened to be... Fill it in for me, Howard. What are you, what are you referencing? The Raging Cajun. That's all you had to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I was, like, I was like, do you want me to say Robin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. So later on, 
once he finds out these, this same guy has his pig, he tries to mm-hmm. cook him the same meal to get him to give up his pig, and he does it with the same exact ingredients, with the same exact methodology, and he has the guy's son help him cook it, and he serves it to him, and it was... It was beautiful. Uh, yeah, just the colors, the music, the watching them build this meal together. You're right. It was just a great scene to have towards the end of the movie because you see this whole movie go on and he's covered in blood and dirty and everything. And then you have this very simple, beautiful scene where he's cooking dinner. It's great. And even before that, like he's obviously covered in drenched in blood, but right before he starts cooking dinner, like they start slow, slow piano music. And he's just slowly washing his hands like like a doctor ready to go in and give birth to a baby. And that was the only time in the movie where you see him like taking any care of his body. And yeah, it was like, cleaning oh, or fuck, this yeah. guy really loves cooking. Yeah, that's like his only thing he cares about. That's why he loves this pig. That's why he loves this truffle sniffing pig. And he doesn't care about himself really at all. And no. that's what I love about this character is he his like love language is to give versus like receive love for himself, which is super it's it's sad to see how this super famous chef went to what he is now. Yeah, because he literally he doesn't just ended up in the middle of nowhere because mm-hmm. his wife died and he's just living he doesn't with know pig. what to do. He can't he take care nothing of himself. But a pig. He, yeah. That's it. But I think the spoiler alert and heartbreaking moment of the movie was after he serves this man the dish that he had with his wife 20 years ago and he moves him and breaks him down and then he follows him and he says, "Well, where's my pig?" And then Ugh, he says, I hated this part. Hated this part. I'm so sorry. But when the crackheads brought me the pig, it was already dead. And then you just see Oscar winning Raging Cajun on the floor crying. Yeah, that hit me right in the feels when he just got down to the ground, couldn't contain himself. Uh, it's just so sad to, to see him. Like, that's Ugh. how I would. That's how, that's how I think I would cry if my family, like, wife daughter died and he's doing that over a swine well it's not obviously it's not just a pig you saw like uh, everything that this pig represented in his life so that just shows you how much he loves this little pork chop (laughs) which again who whoever came up with this story idea like hey this is a pretty silly (laughs) story but we're gonna make it so fucking serious and dark that it's gonna make sense and be beautiful and the studio said sure who do you got Nicolas Cage let's do this and (laughs) if I if you explained the plot to someone they would go oh like is this a comedy what what are we doing here and you're like no no this is an Oscar bait movie (laughs) this is gonna get us a a little gold man okay you're gonna have so many feels you're gonna watch this movie that Overall, like when you think about it, it could be pretty boring and 
and just kind of dramatic, slow moving. But if you're into it, this is just, oh, just you want to sit back. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it's a, there it's were definitely times movie. in this movie where I was like, this is kind of slow. My wife would have fallen asleep. She oh yeah, that's why I watched it by myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was. I, I, I kind of watched with Sarah. It was great. Over, I, I would say it is well worth the seven dollars on Amazon right now. Yeah, I wasn't mad. To, to be honest, like maybe twenty minutes in, I went, oh, "Man, I paid seven dollars. This is not like John Wick." And then at the end of the movie, I went. Man, how long do I have this for? Another 46 hours? <laughs> I think I can turn it on again. Like, I want to see the beginning now that it's nighttime. Exactly. And I can probably see it better. That's what I want to see. So, overall, what do you think you would, uh, what would you rate this movie? What, what are you giving this out of 10? Uh, I would give this, now this is, I normally just go 0. 0.5, but I would go about 8.9 out of 10. Wow. It's very close to a nine. Very close to a nine. I just wanted some more. It was about an hour and 20 minutes, this movie. Yeah, it was like an hour I, and I did 22. Wa- yeah. I wanted it to be a little longer. Maybe some a- anger from Nicolas Cage, except Same. like towards the end. But by far, one of the best looking movies. It was gorgeous that I've seen this year and if this doesn't get a nomination for cinematography or soundtrack or set design i don't know what we're doing here (laughs) but yeah what do you what do you give it i i would also go eight well i'm gonna go 8.5 okay uh i loved it i loved everything about it my gripe with the movie is i felt like it was a little short i know that's you don't hear that nowadays because all movies are so long and over bloated but I feel oh, like we're used to short. Marvel movies, yeah. Well, I'm used to yes, and I wanted a little more backstory, like what exactly happened to his wife? Why did he go out to the wilderness? Like the little things like that. Yeah, wanted, I get you. Wanted a little more filler, but overall, I loved it. I'd watch it again. I'd buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I am. I'm happy that they didn't half-ass the backstory. Yes. They, they kind of just left it out, so that's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, they didn't really... I mean, they could have half-assed him be like, oh, she got hit by a car or whatever. They left it vague, and I'm sure they did that for a reason. But I would just like a little more filler, fluff, context kind of thing. Yeah. But I, yeah, I totally agree. loved it. Same here. Probably We're going to post... I, the happiest I've been with a movie rental in a long time. <laughs> Better than anything. Oh, oh you Red didn't Box. like, you didn't like Raya. Oh, you bought Raya, oh, right? God. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I, R- Raya owns a spot in my wallet. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, yeah. So we're gonna post on on Twitter and Instagram stuff about Pig and some stills and images, so you can see what we're referencing here. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and start with some twenty questions, Andrew. You're guessing this week. I do have a yes, movie sir. in mind. All right, go ahead and begin. All right, is this a comedy? No. Is this an action? Yes. What decade does this partake in? Uh, I would go yes or no questions. I'll let you Fair ask enough. another is one. Is this a 90s 
movie? N- no. 2000s movie? Yes. So it's not 2010 plus? No. All right. So 2000 to 2000. Okay. Um, is Sylvester Stallone in this movie? No. Jason Statham in this movie? <laughs> um, no. Is Vin Diesel in this movie? No. <laughs> is Nicolas Cage in this movie? No. Is this an action comedy or is it full on action? Uh, I'll answer your first one. No. That's 15. Oh, that's 15. Jesus. This is so hard on the other side of the equation. Um, well, you asked like a bunch of actor questions. So that's on you. <laughs> Did this movie win any awards? Absolutely not. All right. Um, is this like a legitimate movie or like a B budget movie? This, it's okay. So it's a legit movie. I feel like there's a but. Well, it was. It's not a yes or no question, but I'll, I'll give it to you. It's 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 a it's a movie. All right, you smug little bastard. <laughs> um, what do we got? Five questions left. Six questions left. Uh, you have six. All right, I'll take my hint now. Uh, okay. Um, this is not a good movie at all. All right, that rules out the Expendables. Uh, also rules out the transporter and the terminator. Hmm. Action movie that's not good. Is this Kung Pao Enter the Fist? I love that movie and it's not. <laughs> All right. Uh does this movie revolve around a bank heist? No. That is 20 questions. You have one more question Son and a guess. Alright, this is not going to be a yes or no. Who is the main star in the movie? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Son of a bitch that really leaves the table open. <laughs> uh, Alright, right this is your guess now. It's not the Tooth Fairy. Not, well, it's not Jungle Book or uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, two thousands. Oh, Walking Tall. No, damn it, <laughs> that is wrong. Damn the it. answer this week was the two thousand five video game adaptation, Son of a Doom. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's the biggest piece of poop movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh dear God! Horrible movie. It was oh, a budget God. of seventy million. Did not make it back. Oh my God! That was Dwayne Rock Johnson before he was Dwayne. Well, when he you just a, ki- when you start a movie kipped. that flops like that, usually that's that's it. That's Rap City. Well, I think that one came out before the rundown, right? Oh, uh, maybe. Because yeah, I think he, right. he had a ton. He had a ton of movies. At, well, his first movie was The Mummy Returns, which was we don't talk. No, The Scorpion, Scorpion King. That was like King. his first. Yeah, and then the we Tooth don't talk fairy. about that. We can't uh, talk about the Tooth Fairy, but that's um, another time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but anyways, where can people find us on the Twitter? They sphere? can find us on the Twitter machine at reviews and booze. 
They can find us at reviews and booze on Instagram and also reviews and booze on TikTok, posting daily videos about books, music, TV shows, movies that are not from the podcast, only exclusive on TikTok. So find us wherever you are social. (laughs) So yeah, subscribe, do whatever you want. Rate, subscribe, Um, review, who knows? Maybe this thing mm-hmm. grows. Yeah, comment some suggestions of movies, drinks, whatever you want. But anyways, have a great night, y'all. Adios, amigos. Bye.